Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Hey, my friends, it's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to The Brendan Show. Hey. 
This is a podcast about helping you reach high performance in your life, in every area of your life. It's about staying more motivated, more confident, more disciplined, and on purpose. You know, the high performance experience is really about feeling more vibrant, more connected, more excellent, more fulfilled in your life. But it's also challenging you because you and I both know it's difficult to reach those levels of high performance without support, without ongoing commitment and dedication to your own personal development. So welcome to our HPX community. Thank you for joining us here on The Brandon Show. I'm super pumped for today's episode. Before we begin, I wanna let you know that we have specials right now on our HPX nutrition line. If you didn't know it, I rolled out three specific products to help you with your performance. These are three specific supplements that will really give you the edge. Now, don't worry, I'm not starting an MLM or a downline. I'm not asking you to promote any of my products. And frankly, just like you, there's a lot of different companies and a lot of different products that I love and I enjoy and I'm not trying to compete with. It was specifically, I could not find three world-class supplements that specifically helped me in these areas. So we've got HPX Optimize, which is a mental focus and energy product for your brain health. Then we've got Essentials, which is a functional multivitamin, which we've basically enhanced for longevity, for joint health, and for vitality and digestion. But what we did, instead of like making a multivitamin where they sprinkled a million different things in there that actually have no effect, and we put in dosages here that you'll be amazed by. And then finally, we've got HPX Organic Boost, which is the energy drink mix that I take because it's 100% organic. It's actually delicious too, I have to tell you that. So go check it out, hpxwellness.com. Everything you need to know is right there. And if you've ever wanted to know how to reach the high performance experience in terms of your biology and physiology, these products can really support you. Go to hpxwellness.com. And without further ado, on to today's episode. So let's jump into how we have developed our happiness. So much of our happiness comes from whether or not we feel fulfilled, connected, joyous, happy about our past. So let's talk about it. We know from the research, in order to get somebody to be more happier, we have to release three levers about their past, right? We've got to activate these three levers. It's like you pull all three levers, usually people will look to the past and they'll be more satisfied and happy about where they've been, which will make them more happy in the moment too. So let's work through some of this stuff. Now, I'm not here to do any therapeutic action with all of you. I'm not a professional psychiatrist or psychologist. I'll keep saying that. I think it's really important. However, here's what it's very important for you to know. All work of professional therapy, all work of professional therapy, where they go back into your childhood way deep or back into last week's bad meeting with you or back into how you felt yesterday, all outcome of professional therapy is ultimately to get the client back into the present moment to make healthier decisions and choices and have healthier relationships for themselves now. All therapy is to bring you back to now so that you can better make choices for yourself now that are healthier and right for you now. That's what it's about. So for those who fear like therapy, no, it, it's, it's about bringing you back to now 
so you make better decisions for yourself. So even as I'm about to talk with you about your past, it's only so you can get back to today and then tomorrow and then Saturday and Sunday and Monday and make better decisions for yourself because you deserve more happiness. Is this true? Everyone say, I deserve deserve more happiness. happiness. But I'll have to create it. Power plant doesn't have energy, it generates energy. That's why we must self-will the feelings we want to experience more in life. And we have to train ourselves to do that. One way that I do that is with my Sunday review, I look back to the week and I pull that first lever. That first lever of looking at the past is called acceptance. It's the hardest one, the most difficult one. If you had a bad week and you just bumble into the next week without processing that week, that stuff stores in you. It weighs on your heart. It weighs on your soul. None of my clients would I ever allow them to go into the next week without processing the previous week. So for me, part of my Sunday review is I sit down and I go, what happened this last week that I did not like that I must accept happened so I can release it and let it go? I ask that every Sunday. What happened in this last week that I did not like that I can accept that it did happen, release it and let it go. I do this every Sunday. Imagine how many things happen in my life, <laughs> you know, serving this many millions of people around the world. A lot of stuff comes our way. I got to release it. I got to let it go. Acceptance doesn't mean you approve of it. Acceptance doesn't mean you wanted it to happen. It is just being an adult and saying, it did happen. And now I choose to let it go. Acceptance means you don't give it weight emotionally anymore. That's what it really means. I think if you ever met or worked with a spiritual leader, or specifically for me, getting to meet several times the Dalai Lama, as I told you yesterday, I mean, he was walking on air because he has a practice. And one of his practices is letting things go. Like a big part of Eastern philosophies, including Buddhism or Taoism, are letting things go. It's being accepting of what happened, not approving of, not okay with. One of the reasons people are scared of getting therapy is because they think, oh, they're going to make me go back to that childhood incident and say, it's okay, I'm all right with it. And they're going to make me define a positive meaning of it. That's not always true. Sometimes it really was a difficult time. It was a bad thing. It was something you did not want to happen. And it's not just about going back and saying, it was okay, or now I can understand that other person's perspective. We we fear that because we think, well, I'm never going to understand that that person did that to me. And so it's okay for you to have had upset about that. It is okay for you to have defined that thing as a negative thing. That is absolutely okay. If something negative happened in your past, it's okay to say that was a negative thing. That's what an adult would do. It's like, that was bad. I wish that didn't happen. It's also, though, important to make sure that it's not negative on you now. How many follow? That's the real difficulty of traumas and challenges of our past, is to ensure they're not on us now. It happened then, it's not here now. It was gone yesterday and gone the day before, too that the negative circumstances of the past, they are no longer here unless we carry them here. That person might not even be in your life anymore. 
but are you still carrying them? That situation, that might have been gone 10 years ago. Or are you keeping it here? Because we've all heard it. This too shall. I love that saying. This too shall. But one of my favorite other sayings is that too did pass. We say this too shall pass to deal with the difficulties of this moment, right? It's challenging right now. I know this too shall pass. But I think we also must tell ourselves that, that too did pass as well. That's gone. I let it go. I am not going to let that weigh down on me anymore. We all have something difficult in our lives. And to be really free, we got to let those things go and accept them. Acceptance is, it happened. I accept the reality that that happened. I didn't like it, didn't want it, wish it didn't happen, don't understand it, don't approve of it, but you know what? It ain't going to stop me now. Yeah. Ain't going to stop me now. Because now this is a new day. This is that fresh sheet of paper. This is what I really believe in, deep in my soul is one of the most important parts of my message, that every moment is a second chance. That every day is a new blank page. You got to wake up today and choose who you're going to be. You get to choose now how you're going to feel. And I say, if you get to choose how you're going to feel, you should bring the joy. Yeah, if we all get to choose, if we have the power of choice, which I believe is the greatest gift from on I, free will, come on, that's pretty amazing stuff, right? That's pretty incredible stuff. If we have any amount of choice in our life, choose good for ourselves. Choose to release the pains. Choose to embrace the beauties. And life suddenly changes. Choose to release the pains. Choose to embrace the beauties. Life changes. That's what we have to do. See, you might have been mad at your parents five years ago or 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, or 40 years ago, or 50 years ago. They're not in here right now. Or if those of you who did bring a family member here, cool. But they're not the same person. How many of you feel like you've dramatically changed? Be honest. How many feel like you've dramatically, notice the word, how many feel like you dramatically changed in the last five years? If that's true, would you stand up? Last five years, you dramatically changed. Go around the room. Yeah, give a round of applause for the progress in this room, ladies and gentlemen. That's incredible. Good for you. Have a seat. So would it be possible for you to understand that other people might change too? Yes. Yeah, but here's what we are. We're skeptics. We say they weren't going to change. But you know what? It doesn't matter if they change. I don't care if they've changed. You change. I don't care if that situation changed. Situation happened. You can't change it now. What you can change is now are you free? You must have satisfaction for the past too. Very different things, right? Acceptance of one thing. And acceptance means positive and negative, just like accepting reality for what it was. But the next level is satisfaction. High performers are striving satisfied. We think they're all dissatisfied, never settle, never be happy, 
just fight, grind, hustle, and just outcompete everybody, kill the competition. It's just not true, not worldwide specifically. What we know is they're striving satisfied. They're actually enjoying the process because remember, they're fully engaged, they're joyous, and they're confident. So they're, in, they're enjoying it. And it's important for you today to have satisfaction for last week. I'm not talking about satisfaction just over your whole life. That's what psychologists like to do, overall life satisfaction. I go, you know what? It's important for you to be satisfied for last week, for the week before, for the month before. Doesn't mean you don't recognize you could give more, but be satisfied you were given those seven days on this planet. Be satisfied that you showed up and you survived those seven days. Be satisfied at least you had your game on, you tried here and there, at least you were a good person, you were kind. You need to be satisfied and take satisfaction from the past. Otherwise, what happens is you arrive every single day dissatisfied, and you cannot serve at a high level when you are dissatisfied. Have you ever been dissatisfied with your spouse and then you went on date night with them? How'd that go for you? Ever been dissatisfied with the kids and then you tried to help them with something begrudgingly? It is hard to serve from a state of dissatisfaction. The best place to serve is, like if you're gonna go serve your children, take a moment to be like, I'm so satisfied with her, her in my life. I'm so, I feel so blessed, so grateful to have this child in my life. I need to remind myself of that and then go deal with it. And if that sounds just too positive thinking, then good because that's what it is. Because the alternative is disastrous for you and your relationships. The alternative is being dissatisfied. Have you ever met a perfectionist who's never satisfied with anything? Maybe you know it, that person personally. <laughs> and if you know that person personally, maybe it's time to be satisfied enough. Here's what I love to tell perfectionists for those who identify with perfectionists. You're probably not a real perfectionist because a perfectionist would at least honor what the real definition of perfectionism is, right? What happens with perfectionists, I hear this all the time in, in my industry, right? I'm in, I'm in what we call the expert industry or the thought leader industry. And in the thought leader industry, I hear this all the time. Well, Brendan, I can't release the book until it's perfect. You don't understand, I'm a perfectionist. Brendan, I, I would never do something like that because it's not perfect yet. And what they're really saying is, I'm never going to do it. Or they're saying they're scared. It's one of the two. And what I found is, for perfectionists who don't release things, I have to remind them of the definition. To be a perfectionist, the root word to perfect, to perfect something requires you first release it. To perfect, to perfect something requires, by definition, you first release it. You cannot perfect it until it is done, and then you keep working on it to try to perfect it, make it better. But the first requirement of to perfect something is to have it done, and then perfect it from there. You got to have the beta done. You got to have the prototype done. You have to have the web page up, and then you perfect it in motion. Perfection is not a completion. Perfection is a verb. You're always, you're doing it. You're, you're tinkering to make it better, but it only happens after it's released. And so if you're like, I'm a perfectionist, I can't be satisfied. 
Well, no, the satisfaction will come in releasing it. Satisfaction comes, listen to this, satisfaction comes from contribution. If you don't release it, you have not yet contributed. You might have toiled, you might have thought, but you have not yet contributed. Finishing is the first step of contribution. Perfecting comes next. Raise your hand and follow this. It's just a different way of thinking through things. It's how I have to get my clients to change their mindset. I'm going, oh, you're a perfectionist? Oh, I thought you were a contributor. (laughs) This is what you say to the big dogs. You really got to piss them off like that before they listen. (laughs) And then they go, oh, that's right. Because you got to rewire the identity a little bit to release. And you have to rewire your process to be satisfied. So at the end of the week, I also, because look, I'm just like many of you. I love to keep going and make it better and make every process just dialed in and get it better and better. And if you see me, I'm often like this, just thinking how to make things better, you know? Freaks people out. (laughs) But I know many of you are like that too. So what I must have is the habit of pausing reflecting and finding the satisfaction. What did I do well this week? What did go well this week? What makes me happy from this week? And that little activity makes me a better performer the next week. Because just like emotional baggage you gotta let go, you also have to let go of those dissatisfactions all week. Because if you carry dissatisfaction in your marriage, year after year after year, all of the energy and the chemistry and the magic dies, right? Dissatisfaction disconnects and so you have to be very very careful of where you throw that energy and find a way to be satisfied in what is there i'm completely satisfied with the seminar there's so many things that have not gone right there's so many things i'd want to tweak or change or do better next time but i'm completely satisfied with it you can be satisfied and still making things better is it true i think the people who are satisfied Right, That old thing, whistle why you work, because you actually are a better contributor when you are coming from a place of satisfaction, joy, contentment than you are when you're angry, upset, dissatisfied. Right, That never enough mentality poisons you from being able to reach the next level. Right, Ariana Huffington's next level was when she learned how to succeed and still care for herself when she learned how to set boundaries and protect her sleep, but more importantly, to be more mindful of what's going well. Because imagine, you know, the bigger companies you work with, it's just like the more employees you have or team you have, somebody somewhere is screwing something up. And so you could be dissatisfied all the time. And that's what a lot of people struggle with. That's because we're always learning the finer distinctions of this stuff, right? Me too. We're always learning. I think the more we mature, the more we realize how important it is to take the moments to be satisfied, to take the moments to appreciate those things. So I want you to make sure that you are appreciating week after week. Because when I say the past on the slide, I don't mean just 20 years ago. I mean, how are you thinking of last week? Because how you're thinking about last week is going to affect Monday's performance. True or false? totally true. Game-changing stuff. Hey, it's Brennan. I'm bopping in here real fast for you to urge you to go to hpxwellness.com and check out our products to help you get more of that mental focus and energy you need to stay at your best, to deliver with excellence, to feel like vibrant again. 
because I know we all struggle with mental fatigue and mental focus. We all sometimes get tired and sometimes we're worried about our overall health. And so I created three specific products to help you with that. Go to hpxwellness.com. Check out our nutrition line and let's get you to high performance, baby. hpxwellness.com. Last one. You've got to generate a fondness for the past. Uh, the world's happiest people have fondness for the past. It's not just like they're satisfied or they accept it. There's nostalgia there, a beautiful kind of like gratitude and connection, right? So many of us, all we do is focus on what's wrong. We, we keep returning, uh, and I say this in Life's Golden Ticket. One of the big breakthroughs for the character in Life's Golden Ticket is that he realized he'd been sort of on a loop-de-loop -loop in his life. He had been returning to all the negative scenes of his life, but he never visited all those beautiful scenes. So he kept going back to the bad events, to the negativity, to the three or four or five things that he didn't like or were hurtful or caused trauma. He just revisit, revisit, revisit. But in that same time, there was beauty happening all around too, but he never revisited that. In the same time, there were blessings abound. He never revisited that. So where our focus is going is really important. And I would love for you in a practice, maybe tonight, that you sit down with your journal and you just write, what are some things that were beautiful and you're, you have fondness for in the past? Like I have fondness for my grandma. Like I know I can focus on the pain and the hurt from her being gone from my life because she was a big source of just a reminder almost of love, but I have so much fondness for the moments I did have with her. And it makes me happy, even though she's gone. When I lost my dad, who was the biggest mentor and just the biggest impact with my mom in my life, when I lost my dad, I immediately knew that I could fall into a real depression if I didn't cultivate a fondness for the experiences I did have a satisfaction and gratitude for the time that God did give us together, and acceptance of the fact that he is gone. And it sucks, and it hurts, but I'm, I'm thankful for the time that I was here, or that he was here. That made a big difference to me. And I luckily had a friend who taught me about acceptance. Um, it's helped me a lot, losing a lot of people in the last couple of years of my life. Um, when I lost my dad, maybe three months went by after I, dad had passed, and a buddy of mine, some of you guys know him, Rick Frischman, uh, Rick called me and he says, hey kid, heard about your dad. Didn't want to call you right away. And I said, thanks Rick. And he said, I, I don't want to tell you what everyone else is telling you. It'll be okay. It's, you know, you, you've always got him in memory. He's still here. All these things. He said, all those things everyone's told you is true and I'm sure it's important, but I'd like to tell you something different, kid. Would you listen to me? I said, sure, I'd love to listen. Rick, and he says, well, here's what I have to tell you. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks now. It's going to suck next week. It's going to suck a year from now. It's always going to suck. You're always going to have that hole in the heart because he is gone. He's gone, and that sucks. And it's okay that it sucks for you, that it, that it hurts. It's okay that you feel sad about that because you know what? It does suck. It totally sucks. Don't try to avoid that it sucks. It sucks. Like he says, I'm... I lost my dad 40 years ago. I still miss him like yesterday, he tells me. He goes, it still sucks that he's not here, but I'm okay. 
and I've lived a happy life, and I've tried to honor his life and his message and his values. It sucks that he's not here. It's always going to suck, kid. It sucks. <laughs> and it was such, I mean, I, I mean, literally, it changed my mindset. The next day, I was okay. Because I was like, you know what? It's okay that it sucks. He's gone. But I'm going to be okay. I'm going to keep honoring his values and his mission and what he has taught me. And I'll have fondness for every moment we ever had together. It's cool. But I'm still free in the moment. So I want you tonight, maybe, right, what are you fond for? I mean, maybe it was like, like, you remember the first two years of your baby's life? Do you remember those first three years of that relationship that was really amazing? Like, it's okay to feel nostalgia. As long as you're still free in the moment, you can look back fondly. Like, I think it's so sad that most people don't realize that this process is going to happen if they're conscious towards the last days or minutes or hours of their life. You are going to look back. And I've been there twice in my life. I've had two, uh, not, I don't call them near-death experiences because people misquote me for that as if I felt like I left my body. I've been on my deathbed where they thought I might die. And I remember both times looking back and you do remember those moments that are beautiful, and you want more of them. And sometimes I've been with people in their past, uh, in, their, in their, I'm sorry, as they're transitioning, because I've done hospice care a lot in my life, and I've been with people in their last couple of minutes. And sometimes people are struggling to find and remember things that they are fond for. And I've been with people who don't have that challenge. Now, sometimes it's because where they are at a mental state because their care, right? They might be on chemotherapy. They might be on other drugs, uh, other palliative care that also sometimes takes away their mindset. But to those who are conscious, and I've noticed, it's like developing fondness and happiness for the past, it's a practice. And the more that you do it, the more you have readily available moments of gratitude. Raise your hand and follow what happens is we forget to be fond for yesterday or the day before or the years before. And then when you say, hey, give me something to be happy for, you're like, and you can't come up with anything. And if you struggle to come up with anything, what we do is we say, ah, I must have a bad memory. No, you have a non-trained memory. Raise your hand to follow that. It drives me crazy. Ah, oh, I just have a bad memory. I don't remember any good things. I know, no. You have a non-trained memory. They're very different things. Everything we know from neuroscience tells us you can improve dramatically your memory. Dramatically. You can get growth, literal growth in your hippocampus cells. Like it's that fast that we can see it over just a series of weeks of brain training. It's unbelievable. And when you do that, then you walk around with the storage capacity of all these things to be grateful for. You're lighter. You're more able to serve. All right, hey, it's Brandon. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope it helped you reach another level of high performance in your life, whether it's just a shift in your mindset or a shift in your habits or a shift in your intention for the day. I really honor you for listening to The Brendan Show and I'm deeply thankful. Uh, so could you do me a, a favor? Could you just go onto iTunes or Apple Podcasts and rate and review this episode or any of our episodes? And also while you're there, to help me, just download the last five episodes too onto your phone. 
because you know Apple really cares about the downloads and the rating and reviews, and I've never really asked for that in six years of podcasting. And finally, my friends convinced me to ask you to do that for me. I've never asked anything with my podcast community ever, but I really, really appreciate if you could do that. Also, if you would like some more in-depth training, please don't forget that every single month I go live for two hours and teach new and original personal development research, new frameworks to my entire virtual community in our HPX coaching program. And you can just go to hpxcoaching.com. That's hpxcoaching.com to learn all about the different options there. But listen, I'm live two hours every single month with literally thousands of high achievers from around the world who tune in to get these new frameworks for reaching high performance in their life. Sometimes we talk about relationships. Sometimes we talk about breaking bad habits. Sometimes we talk about achieving another level of, of confidence or discipline or goal attainment. But we are there every single month and I'd love for you to join us. Just go to hpxcoaching.com to see all of your options and really join us. Dedicate yourself to personal mastery. Dedicate yourself to this journey, not just once in a while with an episode here or there or a book there, but literally a program that could change your life. It's called HPX Coaching, and you can go to hpxcoaching.com. Until next time, my friends, please remember every single day you can choose to be average or ordinary or just kind of go through the motions or you can be more intentional, more disciplined, more excellence-driven what you do because you know you need to serve those you love and those that you lead. You can choose to be extraordinary. So my friends, go out there today and be extraordinary. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. US presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10 digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 
503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brendan. Or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me. 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course? and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules. Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. 